1: Hello Grinders and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast sponsored by Fantasy Draft. I'm your host Travis Mangone here to break down the games for you guys. Excited to kind of talk about these games here. We have a solid six games and I think that's are just uh, pretty straightforward of where to go. Uh, there's a solid amount of value. There's definitely clear-cut games to target. So yeah, I think it's a pretty good one. There's some bad games, there's some good games, but definitely, uh, definitely a solid slate for six games so can't complain. Before we do that, I just want to talk about Buffalo Wild Wings a little bit, because I'm going to be there tonight. I'll be watching the games, but let's talk about it. Buffalo Wild Wings, they love a Cinderella story. It's a tale of an underdog, the unexpected. And by their unexpected nature, you just can't predict when one is going to happen. It's what makes them great, but what also makes them frustrating, because at any moment, you could miss that Cinderella sighting, unless you're spending March at B-Dubs, the official hangout for NCAA March Madness. Here, you'll catch every second of every game, and you'll be able to look back and tell the story of the team you watch climb their way from a low seed to the champions but only if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. I'll be there tonight excited to watch a little March Madness uh, and a little NBA tonight but especially the March Madness. My Gonzaga Bulldogs are playing Florida State and hopefully the underdog uh, in Florida State doesn't take down my team so uh, excited for that tonight. Hopefully you guys are watching some March Madness there at B-Dubs and also catching some NBA games uh, because there's some there's some decent ones to watch tonight but Let's get started and talk about these games. Here's one game that probably won't be being watched at Buffalo Wild Wings is the Memphis Grizzlies and the Charlotte Hornets, 213 total. And the Memphis Grizzlies are a really frustrating situa- situation all around. Uh, you know, I just can't trust what they're doing here. I mean, Tyreek Evans is going to play. Marcus Gasol will not. So this is a 7 o'clock lock, so I'm sure, you know, there's obviously... No chance, probably, that Tyreek Evans does get late scratch, but you never know. But they could even hold his minutes back, right? He could play, you know, 15 minutes in the first, and then, you know, only play like eight minutes in the second half. I just wouldn't be shocked if that's what the Grizzlies did. They they were taking around with minutes yesterday. They also look like they have Kobe Simmons possibly back here today. So uh, it's just—this is too— too much of a messed up situation to mess around with. I'm not going to play really any of these Memphis Grizzlies. The only ones I kind of have interest in is maybe a guy like Jermichael Green. I kind of feel safest enough about his minutes that he'll get his, but I don't know. I really want to stay away from these Grizzlies at all costs right now. So that's kind of how I'm approaching things uh, at this time with the Grizzlies. If we look at the Charlotte Hornets, The big news we have with the Charlotte side of the ball is Dwight Howard is going to be suspended for this game. Unlikely to play because he picked up his sixth technical foul unless he somehow uh, appeals it or something. But I I don't think he's going to be playing in this game. And if that's the case... Man, Willie Hearn on Gomez is going to be a really nice value play. We also have Nick Batum who I'm expecting to not play in this game and if we don't have Nick Batum, this is going to obviously open up the eye for guys like Mike Kid Gilchrist, and Jeremy Lamb. I think they're great across the industry. The one spot I I, I kind of don't have interest in is Jeremy Lamb on FanDuel. Other than that, I like them. Both of them, uh, their prices throughout the industry I think are great, so I think they're going to be good values along with a guy like Hearn and Gomez. Even a guy like Mar- Marvin Williams could obviously pick up uh, some more shot attempts and uh, you know more rebound possibilities because no white howard there again he had like a 30 30 game yesterday so there's 30 rebounds or so to go around maybe not 30 but there's a lot of rebounds to go around so i think that makes uh you know marvin williams a good play and then uh, if you want to pay for kemba walker i wouldn't hate it but i don't know i don't see myself paying for kemba on this slate so uh i'm 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 not gonna play him i don't think uh if you kind of have the money for it and you can pay it for him i get it i understand but I don't know, not really uh, Not really one of my favorite spots. Uh, he just seems a little pricey for my liking, and uh, who knows what they're going to do with this team in general. Just I wouldn't be surprised if they started running out guys like Malik Monk a little bit more. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, again, like two teams that are just trying not really to win a ton of games, and I, I just don't think I really want to get too much exposure to this game, mainly just target the values, right? Uh, and don't want to take a risk on some of these uh, spend-up options because, man, if, if they lose minutes, that could really hurt your lineups completely and just destroy you. So... And that's about it for the uh, for that game. Let's go to the Sixers and the Magic 213 total. And this is a game where we have Jonathan Simmons and Jonathan Isaac. They are ruled out for this game. So this is going to open up a little bit of value here on this team. Uh, definitely think I'll have interesting guys like Mario Hizonia. Even an Aaron Aflalo will likely get some run start starting. So I think that those are two values we can definitely look at here in this spot guy like Vucevic, he, he's he got a little revenge against the Sixers. Uh, he's crushed them in the past too. I mean, he's really done well against them historically. So I don't hate Vucevic here. I think there's upside here in the spot. Uh, you know, guy gets him, like Embiid is a little bit of a tougher matchup. And he hasn't, you know, when he has played the Sixers in the past, like I said, they said, they traded him a ways back and he's always just uh, gone out there and really had big games against the Sixers. But uh i think this is a spot where uh he's in play he hasn't really been in play that much recently but i think he's in play not a guy i'm getting a ton of exposure to but i think he's a uh, viable in tournaments at his price because again like i said uh this guy's had some big games against uh against these teams like even against uh you know he's got up against Embiid, had some decent outings but when it when it's you know had a 24 and 14 game against a guy like Embiid one time uh looking at the the head-to-head logs then he had a 12 and 11 uh a 14-14 and then a 15-9 so when Embiid's in there it's been a little bit tougher when Embiid hasn't been in there he's really dominated him so if you get word that Embiid's not in there man that'd be a huge bump for Vucevic and I would love him but uh, I think Embiid is probably going to play. I saw something about how he's only going to sit, like, one more game, I think, down the stretch in a back-to-back situation that they were talking about. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I saw it on Twitter, and uh, it was just basically said, like, they're, Embiid's going to try and play as much as he can down the stretch. They're only going to sit him, like, maybe one more time. And it, they said he was going to play today, so I'm just assuming he's playing. So uh, I think Vuzvic's interesting tournament option. Again, not a guy I want to get too much exposure to, though all right let's go on and talk about some of these other magic guys like Aaron Gordon uh I just don't really like playing Aaron Gordon too much I feel like he's always a little bit pricey and right now uh, 7-3 on uh DraftKings I get it Uh, I understand he's not that bad of a play but I don't know I just don't love playing Aaron Gordon that much and I don't think it's the greatest spot so I'm gonna stay away from him mainly just target these values in Hazonia and Aflalo because I really like to get my exposure against the Sixers at the guard spot Joel Embiid, he's a little bit pricey right now on a site like FanDuel. On DraftKings, it makes more sense at nine point nine k. Pulling up Fantasy Draft now to see where we have him at because Fantasy Draft, he's been really cheap over there. Eight k, I think it's a fine spot against a team like the Magic that struggled a ton. If you want to get exposure to him, I think it's fine. It's not as great of a value as it's been in the past, but I still think he's a perfectly fine play here if you want to get exposure to him ben simmons uh we like to play him when there's no one to really protect the rim and uh yeah there's not a ton of a rim protection here right so i think ben simmons makes some sense he's a little pricey though on like FanDuel. don't like that price over there DraftKings we can get simmons at 9.1k and fantasy draft we can get him at 17.5k I, I don't know it's still a little pricey but it is the magic and it's just they're terrible so uh i don't know i think i think that those two are interesting and being and simmons if you have the money to spend on them i don't hate it other than that, though, I don't know. I'm not really interested in Sarich and Covington and Riddick. It's really just getting exposure to Embiid and Simmons uh, where I can spend up. So that's kind of my approach right now so far, looking at the uh, the Sixer side of the ball. Let's go to the next game on this slate here. We have... The Detroit Pistons at the Houston Rockets. This is a 213 and a half total. This is a game I definitely think you look to get exposure to. Uh it's one of the better games on the night, especially with Chris Paul. He's questionable for this game. If Chris Paul doesn't play on the Rocket side of the ball, I mean I'm gonna load up on Harden and Eric Gordon. I think these are gonna be great spots for them, especially Eric Gordon's price. is really cheap right now. These are two guys I'm gonna want to get a lot of exposure to, so I like them a ton here. I also think Clint Capella would definitely certainly be in play. I mean, love his price on Fantasy Draft at 12.7K. On DraftKings, 6.8K. I think it's a great price tag. 7.4 on FanDuel. Uh I don't hate, uh, but i I do think Capella is gonna be a guy we wanna get a lot of exposure to. Uh, they're just going to need his body against Drummond and and Blake Griffin. They're going to need it a lot. So uh, I like Capella. He'll be in there a lot against a guy like Andre Drummond. But really, it's just looking at that Chris Paul news and focusing on that because if he's out, I mean, Eric Gordon's a great value, and James Harden is going to be a great spend up option on this slate. And it's going to be tough because we'll talk about the next spend up option and Anthony Davis in a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's. Man, it's going to be tough to have to decide between which one because, you know, no Chris Paul is a huge bump for Harden, but also Anthony Davis against the Lakers. I mean, how could you pass on that? Jamming both of them in would probably be something I'd be trying to do in cash games, and hopefully there'd be enough value to be able to pull that off. So, uh, yeah, James Harden, going to like him a lot here, and Eric Gordon and Capella. Those are the three guys I'm mainly looking at and mainly targeting right now. Uh, if I look at any of these other fringe players, I think maybe go to like a Trevor Ariza just because he's, you know, the the Pistons are really bad against small forwards and those minutes are really safe for a guy like Ariza. But he can dud. He dudded the other night. He easily could do it here. So I don't know. I think it's really just focusing on those key guys that I kind of discussed On the Detroit side of the ball, Blake Griffin, love him in this spot. This is a pretty good spot for him on DraftKings. His price is good. I definitely think I'll I'll target him uh, at 8.6K and 16.1K. I think this is a great game environment for him. He's probably my favorite piston to look at. Andre Drummond at 8.7K. I don't hate him. I think there's upside, right? Just... Blake Griffin doesn't have the upside that a guy like Andre Drummond has. So Drummond could certainly dominate in this matchup, but I don't know. I'm not as interested in Andre Drummond as I am in Blake Griffin. I think he's more of a safer play. Uh, But, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's tough to pick between the two because, you know— it's Andre Drummond's more of like probably the uh, the Tournament play and then Blake Griffin's more of like The cash play if I had to kind of break it down That way for you but uh, Reggie Jackson is back so obviously that Has kind of uh, messed around with some things And kind of you know muddied, muddied the waters A little bit in this uh, Pistons backward 15 minutes they took away uh, those fifteen minutes, they were uh, not really taken away from Ishmith too much, so it was fine. I'm curious what he plays this next game because you know does that fifteen minutes get bumped up to twenty? I think at fifteen minutes it's perfectly fine, and we don't have to worry too much. But it just we have to wait and see when those minutes are going to start getting uh, taken away from other starters like an Smith. Or get taken away from some of these other guards, so I don't know. I'm kind of waiting to see on um, Reggie Jackson. Not really going out of my way to roster too many of these guys. If I play anyone, it's probably Ish Smith, unless I get word that Reggie Reggie Jackson is going to steal some of his minutes. But other than that, uh, I think that's kind of about it for this game, and we can kind of move on to the next one. But before we move on to the next one, we got a little bit of a read here from Dan Bock, so uh, you know, listen
2: to that. Hey, fellas, we'll get back to the podcast in just a moment, but I got to tell you about a new sponsor here on the show. It's called 4 and I'll tell you, they really have got something right up your way. It's a one-stop shop over at 4 for hair loss, skincare, and sexual wellness for men because you need to be better than I was. You know me. I don't have hair right now, but that's because 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. So if you're starting to see that hairline slowly move backwards or the bald spots growing, well, guess what? They've got doctors that will help you out because that's the thing. 4HIMS connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. And we're talking about well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions because you got to realize this. A lot of those uh, patents uh, have now expired. So therefore, they can offer these drugs for you at way better prices than you would typically. Now, this is not snake oil pills or gas station supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. But you say, Dan, that means I got to talk to a doctor. I don't want to go to a waiting room. I don't want to go to a doctor. Well, that's why Forham's dot is making a ton of sense because we don't like doing that so no waiting in rooms no awkward doctor visits and you can save hours by going to forhims.com. you're answering a couple of questions doctor will review it and then prescribe you what you need the products of course ship directly to your door now what I need you to do is check them out you can get a trial of a month of hymns for just $5 right now well, supplies last. So see the website for details. And this would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy when you talk about the visit and then go in getting those expensive drugs. So go to 4 com slash roto. That's 4hims.com slash roto. I'll spell it out for you. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash roto. 4 slash roto. Check them out. Great new sponsor here on the Daily Fantasy Fix.
1: All right, on to the next game. Thanks a lot for that. Dan, we had a 228.5 total. This is the Los Angeles Lakers and the New Orleans Pelicans. This is the game of the night, right? If I told you what's the best game to target to load up on this is the best one too this is the one you want to get all the exposure to reason why we got the lakers they're definitely playing a lot short-handed and with them playing short-handed they've had a really tight rotation it's been great rostering them and then we have the pelicans who they get to go against the lakers i mean they play at one of the fastest paces uh it's going to be a great spot for them especially with the uh, injuries to uh you DeMarcus Cousins, there's just so much usage to go around for a lot of these different guys and it's just a great spot in general so definitely the game to target we'll start with the Lakers side of the ball so yeah, definitely love playing a guy like Lonzo Ball here in this spot think he could definitely be a great play on on all sites, I love his price same with Julius Randle, I still think he's someone I'm going to be targeting here love those two, and then KCP Catavius Caldwell-Pope, he's another guy that I'm going to get exposure to I I like him a ton here those are guys I'm really keying in on also Kyle Kuzma I think he's definitely certainly in play should get a ton of minutes I think this is a good spot for him so I'll definitely get exposure to him those are like mainly the four that I'm kind of keying in on and really want to load up on uh, you know Brooke Lopez I, I get it I think it's fine uh he's probable for this game but like he's gonna have to deal with Anthony Davis all game I mean I just don't think this is gonna be a great situation for him so I don't know I'm kind of staying away from Brooke Lopez if I play him uh you know I guess it's on like DraftKings or Fantasy Draft more so, but I don't know. It's really like Ball, Kuzma, KCP, and and Randall. I just want to get a a ton of exposure to those guys right now because they're just seeing so many minutes. So load up on them, get a lot of exposure to them, and then, uh, yeah, just uh, run it back with Anthony Davis, right? Uh, Makes a ton of sense. Anthony Davis is one of the top plays on this slate. The Lakers, they, you know, they have KCP and Lonzo Ball, who actually have done a pretty good job at, uh, you know, holding down guards this year. That they're, they're really good defensively. So this is going to kind of funnel in a lot to Anthony Davis. I mean, this I, this is a massive Anthony Davis spot, right? Like, I feel like we can just put in sixty fantasy points for him here. I just love this spot a lot for him. A guy I want to get a ton of exposure to on this slate. I'm kind of less interested in a guy like Rondo here, uh, you know. I get it. He has upside. If 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 a guy like Drew Holiday sits, sure, I'd have interest. But it looks like Holiday will probably play. You know, he came back the other day. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not as interested in Rondo right now at his price. Uh, you know, in the six k range. I get it. There is still upside here. He still can benefit. But I don't know. I'm kind of just not as interested in him. I I prefer Drew Holiday here. I mean, that price on DraftKings at seven eight. Man, that's too good of a price on Fanduel. He's nine k, and I'm kind of a little less interested in that. But I'm fourteen point three k and seven point eight k on uh, Fantasy Draft and DraftKings. Man, I love Drew Holiday and his price there. He's going to be someone I want to get a ton of exposure to. If you told me, you know, who would I run this game with? I'd probably go like Randall, uh, Lonzo Ball, and then maybe like kcp or maybe i'd like take randall out and like sliding kuzma something like that uh i would just be getting a ton of exposure to like like three of those four guys and then maybe running it back with like anthony davis and like drew holiday on like DraftKings and fantasy draft but i mean just get a ton of exposure to this game definitely makes sense even a guy like mirotic uh don't sleep on him you can run him with uh anthony davis it'll work perfectly those guys can definitely both get there on the same lineup saw it against Boston uh you know Anthony Davis had a 56.7 game and then uh, Miritich had 44 points so it definitely can happen Uh, Miritich is 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 perfectly in play I think he's a good solid uh solid tournament option that I would definitely look to get some exposure to as well I'm not as interested in a guy like Emeka Okafor Uh, I get it you know I just don't think this is the spot for him I think we're gonna see Anthony Davis playing a lot of center and running a guy like Miritich in there so uh I don't know, I'm kind of just more on the Miritich train this game rather than the Okafor one. Etuan Moore should see still see a solid amount of minutes. If you need a solid value play, I don't hate him. I think he's fine. Wouldn't argue against it. Nah, it should be safe to get you around 20 fantasy points, so I don't mind him here. So yeah, uh, again, this is the game you want to target, the game you want to get exposure to. It, it might be the game that is the chalkiest, but I don't know, I I just don't see myself not, not loading up on this game. I'm probably going to get a lot of exposure to this game and try and mix in some other plays and uh hopefully find ways to be different uh within building this game stack or finding guys without uh without this because this is a game that's going to be going to have a lot of exposure to but for good reason next game on this slate here we have the utah jazz and the dallas mavericks this is a game i really don't want to get too much exposure to but it's definitely something to you know consider Uh, We got a guy like Rudy Gobert, who should absolutely crush in this matchup. I mean, absolutely dominate. This is an easy spot for him. He's crushed here in the past. Uh, I mean, I just don't see how we don't want to have some interest in him. 9.5K on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he's 8.3K. I mean, that's a great price. Fantasy Draft, if you look at him over there, he's 15.1K. He's definitely in the conversation. Definitely someone that you should be considering on this slate. So uh, he's definitely a great play. And I wouldn't be fading him throughout your lineups. Definitely want to get some exposure to him here on the slate. If we look at, uh, you know, Derek favors, I'm assuming he's going to be back for this game. He's been cleared. So I don't know. I think I'm staying away from him in this first game back. Joe Ingles, he's a little pricey for my liking, so I'll probably stay away. Donovan Mitchell and Rubio, I get it if you want to play him, but I don't know. I prefer other guards instead instead of Rubio, I'd rather play a guy like Lonzo Ball. Instead of Mitchell, I'd rather play Drew Holiday. So I don't know. I just think there's better plays, and it's really just sticking to Gobert on the Utah side for me. On the Dallas side of the ball, they're still dealing with some injuries. Dennis Smith Jr., he is looking to be out for this game. So with him being out a guy like JJ Barea should be solid. He got 28 minutes last game against New Orleans. He wasn't the greatest, but uh you know if you tell me he's going to get 20 minute 8 minutes again, I definitely have a little bit of interest here. Yogi Farrell too, he's definitely in the conversation too, played over 25 minutes, I'm expecting that again, I don't hate him, but again, this is not an easy matchup, so uh, this isn't the Pelicans like the last time out where I wanted to get a lot of exposure to him, there are guys that I would get a little bit of exposure to, but I wouldn't go too crazy about it, Harrison Barnes, I I don't hate him here, I think he could be solid for his price, he's a little bit cheaper than he normally is, so I don't hate Harrison Barnes here, uh, but other than that, I just don't really want to play around with this situation. I've been playing Nerlens Noel uh, a little bit uh, so far this year. He's uh, been solid from what I've been playing, but prices up in a matchup against Gobert, I'll probably stay away from him. Same with like a guy like Dwight Powell. Again, this is not going to be the easiest spot for the, this front court. So uh, I don't know. I'm really sticking to maybe just targeting the, the guard value with Dennis Smith Jr. Maybe Harrison Barnes is a cheap price, and that's about it for this game. All right, last game of this slate. It's the Atlanta Hawks and the Sacramento Kings. 212.5 total. Not the greatest game to target, but uh, there still is some value here. Some guys to look at and have some interest in. Dennis Smith Jr. Don't know how he did it, but he had a 40 real-life fantasy point game against the Jazz the other day. Just had a, a great game. I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen again, but uh, you know, Sacramento is certainly a spot to target at. But the problem is the price has gone up. He's a little pricey for my liking on a site like FanDuel at 7-3. We can get him on DraftKings at 6-5. I like him way more there in 12-1 on DraftKings. I get it. I think it's fine. It's just We have two teams that are just kind of tanking, and I I, I don't know. It just can be unpredictable at times how many minutes people are going to play. The thing that's nice about Schroder is since Kemp Bazemore has gone down, his minutes have been a lot more secure, so I have... Uh, I feel a little bit safer about playing a guy like Schroder here. With, with Bazemore being down, it just seems like they kind of have to give him one. I kind of like Damon Lee. Uh, Damian Lee. Damian Lee as an interesting value play. Here's his minutes. 17 minutes, 26 minutes, 20 minutes, and 31 minutes. Again, not the greatest outings. 22.8, 20.9, 12.9, and 13.7. But I think he's an interesting value play. If you need just an absolute punt on a site like Fantasy Draft, I think it makes some sense, especially against a team like Sacramento that struggles against guards. So... I, I don't hate that. Torian Prince, uh yeah, it's it's hard to just uh you know it's hard to just doubt what he's been doing. The last game out against Utah I didn't really like his spot, so I didn't play him. Actually, I actually haven't played him during this entire stretch, but I'll just read it off. the you 56.7, 46.1, 40, 51.1, and then 21.6. And in those games, he has thirty 33 minutes or more in, in those games. I mean, he seems like a pretty safe option here against the Kings. I don't love the price again because it's Torian Prince and it feels like he was playing over his head, but I think his price is a little expensive for me, so I kind of want to stay away. I, I more so prefer it on uh, you know a site like Fantasy Draft at twelve point eight k or uh, on DraftKings at like seven two. I get it on Fandle where you have to roster two small forwards, maybe you have interest in it. If you look at the slate in general, right, uh, small forward is ugly. You have to play two small forwards, and he's the, the most expensive small forward on the slate. So I get if you want to play Torian Prince. Uh, I don't know. It just, it's one of those things that feels really uncomfortable to play. And uh, I don't know. I, I I should probably get more on board with it than I am kind of uh, saying right now. So uh, I don't know. Hopefully closer and closer we get to lock, I'll have more interest. And he makes probably more sense on FanDuel the more I think about it, just because... It's a slate where you have to play two small forwards and small forward is really ugly today on the slate. So uh that about do it for uh the Hawks. I really don't want to talk about any of these other guys. Uh this front court is just an ugly spy. No John Collins is out. So uh you know a guy like Dwayne Deadman, I get it. I think he could be interesting. He could obviously have a big game. So I think if I play anyone in the front court, it's Dwayne Deadman, and that's about it. And I believe Dwayne Deadman had a pretty big game against the uh against the Kings already once this year. So uh don't hate him. But yeah, it's really Trodair, Torian Prince and Deadman and just kinda gonna keep it really simple with those guys. And maybe that Lee guy on uh fantasy draft if you needed an absolute punt. The Kings side of the ball, I, man, I really don't want to have an interest in a lot of these guys. Uh, they're just healthier than the Hawks, right? Uh, the one thing they have is Bogdan Bogdanovich. He's dealing with an injury, but he's probable for this game, so I'm assuming he's going to play... So yeah, that kind of would take De'Aaron Fox off off my list of someone I was considering. If Bogdanovich randomly gets ruled out, then then I think a De'Aaron Fox is more interesting. But I'm kind of staying away from most of these Hawks if or most of these Kings. If I play anyone, it's probably Willie Cauley Stein. But again, he's kind of struggled recently, and I don't know. I think the Kings are a good team just to cross off on this slate. So I'll just stay away from them and really focus on the Hawks if I target anyone from this game. So. Uh, that'll about wrap up the slate for you guys again i think it's a pretty simple one uh really key in on the value it's there, there's there's good value plays on this slate and then focus in on keying on the lakers and pelicans and i think you'll do a, a fine job on this slate you'll put yourself in uh sell enough contention to uh cash in cash games and uh in tournaments i think you'll have opportunities to just uh kind of find ways to be different when you're building that pelicans and uh lakers stack right and maybe find a maybe find a low owned tournament play uh like i don't know maybe find some guy in like a game that no one's gonna target that you think is a great value that could have a ton of upside right maybe you think it's like a big dennis rodero game or something like that i don't know uh just find ways to be different when you're building those lakers pelican stack because a lot of people are gonna be doing that and uh you know even though a lot of people are doing it that you should still play it, right? You should still get a ton of exposure to them. I'm sure a bunch of them will be on the winning team. So that'll about wrap up the slate, guys. Thanks a lot for joining me. If you have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. We'll do my best to answer questions for you guys if you have them. And if you want to give me a follow, again, like I said, I tweet out a ton of news, so hopefully that can help you guys out to help you build better rosters. So again, thanks a lot for joining me. For me, Travis Mangone, I am out.